0: Episode 198 of the Sources Say Podcast, your go to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the growing KSR Podcast Network. The Sources Say Podcast is As always, presented by our good friends at Justice Dental. You can make an appointment at one of two Lexington locations. That's on Wellington Way and Blazer Parkway. Now is a great time to schedule your dental cleaning. Remember that regular dental appointments are important for your overall health. You can learn more and make an appointment at justicedental.com. Dr. Justice and Dr. Thompson look forward to seeing you soon. I'm your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio here For a breaking news edition of Sources Say, Justin Edwards, five-star wing out of Philadelphia, is a Kentucky Wildcat. He chooses the Wildcats over the Tennessee Volunteers here uh, on this beautiful Monday night. Uh, Guys, this is one that I don't think was a major surprise here, at least in the last couple days, over the last week or so. Uh, but if you look at the grand uh, overall picture, uh, you guys know just kind of the, the significance behind this. Uh, we've talked a little bit on this show about how, yes, Kentucky was the dream school growing up. Uh, it was a school that he always dreamed of playing for. He liked the pro style you know, pro environment. You're going to go to Kentucky and go to the league uh, kind of mentality that they have here in Lexington. Uh, but the issue was that Tennessee emerged uh, and uh, kind of overtook things there from the winter all the way through the spring. Uh, they went all in on him, prioritize him better, admittedly, than Kentucky did, uh, than all the other schools in, in contention. Auburn was up there for a minute, uh, Tennessee, they did a heck of a job there for a while. Uh, Definitely made him the only wing prospect that they were going after as Kentucky had offers out to guys like J.J. Taylor, McKenzie Mbako, Mookie Cook, Matas Buzelis, Andre Stojakovic. You go down the long, long list there. Uh, I think there was kind of a a sense of, you know, just they were were a little put off. I think uh, Justin's camp was a little put off. Justin himself was put off by... Uh, and put out by you know just the fact that Kentucky had cast such a wide net this he's Basically, said, Why, uh, you know, if if you were my dream school, if I've made it very clear that Kentucky was a place I've always wanted to go to, why are you going all in on all these other guys that, you know, respectfully, I think I'm better than? And I think that allowed for Tennessee to emerge as a very serious option for him. Tennessee, on the other hand, didn't recruit anybody else at that wing position. They said time and time again, You're going to come in, you're going to be our star, you're going to get as many minutes and shots as you want. Uh, And obviously, when you're a five-star, top ten kid in the country, uh, that's what you want to hear. You want to hear that you're going to be the star. You want to hear that you're going to be the guy. Uh, and it's a pitch that worked for a really long time, from basically, uh, you know, early winter to the early springtime. Uh, Tennessee was the overwhelming favorite, and you know, if if he were to commit during that time, uh, it, it would have been the Volunteers. Uh, I was told by people close to uh, Justin's camp, the you know guys directly involved with. Uh, with how things unfolded told me over the last couple of weeks that uh, in, in April was when John Calipari kind of understood where Kentucky uh, stood in things and said, you know what, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to get things right. Uh, I'm going to make sure that Justin knows that he is our top priority. He starts by taking his entire coaching staff with him to Philadelphia for an in-home visit. Uh, I believe it was April 25th or so and says, all right, we're pushing all of our chips in. Let's do this. It's time. Uh, I, I'm ready for this. Uh, so that started that. And then every single in-person recruiting opportunity that John Calipari had uh, since then, he went to go see him. At Philly Live, back-to-back Scholastic Live periods for uh, here, I believe that was in early June Cal went uh, two times in a row to Philadelphia to see him live. He was courtside both times. Saw him play. Uh, saw him at NBPA Top 100 camp in Orlando. Saw him at both EYBL stops over the last month. Uh, over the last month or so, and then at Peach Jam this week, he was at every single game uh, there in person. Basically, Cal said, "I'm going to make sure that nobody else is going to outwork me." This was. I, I, this was, I mean, this was just a recruiting clinic by Coach Cal here in the last couple months. There's just no other way to describe it. Tennessee had this thing uh, in as as great of a position as you could possibly ask for. Um, I mean, you talked to Justin himself. I, I was on record with him several times where he said, "Yeah, Tennessee is. You know, there's no other coach recruiting me the way Rick Barnes is. There's no, you know, Rod Clark, their assistant down in, in Knoxville, uh, did a bang up job as well." Justin was on record. Guys close to uh, Justin's recruitment, they were they made it very clear. Tennessee uh, had the best pitch. They were working the hardest out of anybody. And I mean, it was not a secret uh, with you know talking to Justin and those close to him. It was just not a secret that Tennessee uh, was was working the hardest. That their pitch was resonating the best with Justin, and and they were the pretty firm leader. Uh, And even that you know there was a time in the spring that uh, even as Tennessee maybe slowed things down or or just and kind of cooled on him just for a second, uh, it was Auburn that kind of emerged as that dark horse. You know, Bruce Pearl really liked uh, what Justin Edwards was doing and, and kind of thought that you know maybe that would be a good fit there in Auburn. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of talk that it was Auburn and Tennessee fighting for that 1A, 1B spot, and Kentucky was behind both of them. That Kentucky was in third, and I think that was the moment where Cal said, you know what, screw this. This is a kid that we like. I was told that Cal has always liked Justin it was about trying to figure out who He wanted to pair him with and and You know there's just a lot of dynamics the, This class in particular it's not A great one uh, but it's very deep With wings and with so many options They just wanted to cross their T's and dot their I's trying to make sure that they got The right guy and that's why they had so many Offers out that's why they were you know Watching so many different guys throughout the high school Season and and I think It was just kind of a miscommunication More than anything uh, that it wasn't Necessarily that even like you know they liked it. Anybody else over Justin and that, that you know this was just kind of their last option. This was, we've always liked you. I'm sorry that we didn't convey that well enough for you. I'm going to make sure that you know that going down the home stretch. That that you feel that, and that's exactly what Coach Cal did. Uh, you know, talking to people close to Justin the last couple of weeks, they made it very clear. It's like, look, Coach Cal uh, is a completely different guy. I mean, he he's just a man on a mission right now, trying to get this thing closed. And uh, I think they just really respected the way that uh, they kind of took ownership of it. Said, yeah, we we have some ground to make up. We got some work to do to get this thing closed, and they. I did whatever it took to close, and I thought it was a really cool... In unique kind of behind the scenes look this past week at Peach Jam, just kind of where things stood. Coach Cal was there. Uh, he goes, uh, you know, Uganda Kingsley was on campus this past week in Lexington. Coach Cal stays back with Orlando Antigua uh, to get that thing closed, and and there's obviously you know a lot of stuff going on with that. And and Kentucky's in a phenomenal shape with that. There's uh, we'll de- we'll definitely talk about that here either later in the show or in a, in a separate episode entirely. But uh, Cal shows up. On that first I believe it was Thursday afternoon sees Justin play, uh, and on that same night where where it was Justin, I believe uh chin Coleman was there those those two together they're watching Justin plays out of his mind has a phenomenal phenomenal game. Doing it all on both ends of the floor. And, and, you know, I I think he had 17 points, four steals, something like that. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal two-way performance for for Justin Edwards. And as Kentucky is kind of, you know, chest puffed out, we're here, we're courtside. We want to make sure our presence is known. Tennessee leaves midway through the game at about halftime uh, out of frustration. They left because they thought that uh, they were wasting their time because this recruitment was over, Kentucky had closed. Uh, There's some talk. Behind the scenes, that it was just kind of a night and day difference. I talked, you know, talking to people close to Justin, they said he would wake up on a, on a Tuesday and say, I'm ready to commit to, to Tennessee. And then he'd wake up on, on a Wednesday and say, Man, I don't know. I, I think Ken, Kentucky might be the spot. I, I love Kentucky. Uh, and there's just kind of this back and forth there down the stretch. And, and I think Kentucky and, and Cal saw that blood in the water and knew that they kind of had that in there and really just. Fought tooth and nail down the stretch to to just kind of do whatever it take to took to uh, get get things wrapped up and get that commitment locked up. Uh, they sealed the deal on this thing, and it was uh, as you know as back and forth as it was for the last couple of months, uh, and it was never really you know with Auburn being a very loose threat there at that time earlier in the spring. It was really a Kentucky and Tennessee battle back and forth. Was it going to be? Uh, the school prioritizing him the most that wants him to be a star or the school that, uh, you know, wants him to be a pro and play against and, and alongside other pros, uh, you know, which side was going to win out. And after when when Kentucky and John Calipari really, you know, kind of took it upon himself personally to get this thing closed out to to make this his recruitment I mean, it proved once again that Cal, when he has his guy, when he finds his guy that he wants as the, as kind of the, uh, you know, focal point of that position as, you know, he wanted him to be his, you know, go-to athletic versatile wing, uh, in this class, you know, Cal went and got him, and that's just kind of uh, what the old school Cal that we saw, you know, way early on in in his early recruiting, uh, you know, getting the the superstar point guards, getting the Demarcus Cousins and John Wall and uh, you know Brandon Knight and all those guys. It it really felt like one of those types of recruitments where he liked what he saw and he went and got it. And I think that's just you know that that should be music to Kentucky fans' ears that um, Coach Cal, I mean this 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 was a Coach Cal recruitment and uh, and you know just hard you can't stress enough just what kind of impact that he made especially down the stretch to get this thing closed uh you know they're talking to some people uh, they said that uh, it was like a spell got cast on Justin that one day that you know it, it Tennessee was just the overwhelming leader and that you know he was loving the idea of going to Knoxville and being there You know, superstar at the wing and, you know, go to be a lottery pick and, you know, loved their pitch and all that. And then just the next day, it was like poof, magic spell, magic wand. Coach Cal comes in and and the rest is history that he, that the people close to him were just like, I I don't know how uh, this guy got so transfixed with Kentucky and and just, it just became a a runaway favorite from that point on. Uh, I just don't know how. Uh, how this happened, and and you know, I think there was kind of this quiet confidence on Kentucky side where they knew this felt like an old school Cal recruitment that they just kind of let Cal get to work and get this thing closed out the way he's done time and time again over the course of his long tenure here in Lexington, and uh, uh, it was pretty cool to see unfold the way it did. Uh, Coach Cal being back to his old ways Throwing his fastball uh, One he is very clearly comfortable throwing Still uh, even after all these years So uh, what does Justin Edwards Commitment mean? What, what does it mean now That he is a Kentucky Wildcat? I mean first things first he is 6'8 I, I was just there in person with him at Peach Jam He's listed at 6'6", 6'7 uh, There's no way that he's listed that he's Anything less than 6'8 uh, Still a little light uh, He's listed 180-185 Pounds I think that's probably right but um, struggles a little bit to finish through contact I'd like to see uh, him add another 10-15 pounds once he gets on campus and I think once that uh, he adds that part to his game just kind of filling out a little bit and getting that core strength down I mean it's really hard to find a weakness. Uh, defensively that's kind of his bread and butter he jumps the passing lanes extremely well guards one through four uh, I mean just really really attentive aggressive defender uh, I mean he there are times that I mean you, that, that ball gets sailed across the, the court and Uh, there's nobody else out there that's going to get that ball other than Justin Edwards. He's going to get it. He's going to take it in transition. He's going to throw a windmill dunk or, you know, reverse slam, whatever. Uh, And that's just kind of what he does. He jumps those passing lanes, gets those steals, racks up the steals at a very, very high rate uh, and, and converts on the other end offensively. Very long, lefty, smooth shooting stroke. You know, I think there are some comparisons out there. You know, maybe a, a James Young, if you're looking for a Kentucky comparison. A Rodney Hood, uh, former Duke, Duke player, longtime pro uh, you know kind of that long, smooth lefty, uh, capable of knocking down shots at all three levels, finishing at the rim with athleticism and force you know he's a very springy basketball player. Um, but the biggest thing about him is that he plays the game the right way. He uh, is very comfortable as a star if you want him to go out there and get 30 points and kind of get the bulk of the sh- the shooting and scoring load. he is very comfortable doing that. Uh, but the thing that is just so enjoyable about about Justin Edwards and his game is that uh, he, he's just very comfortable within himself. And, that he you know, he's comfortable playing alongside other talent. Uh, you know, you go to a camp setting with him and, yeah, he's not going to go out and, and score 15, 20 points like maybe he's capable of doing. But he's still going to play the game the right way. He's going to make the right reads. He's going to get a rebound and go uh, make the right right play in transition, find his teammates, great court vision. He just does a lot of Little things. That I think is a it's a seamless transition at Kentucky. It's a seamless fit uh, that I I really if you're looking for a guy to play alongside Rob Dillingham at point guard, who is a very ball dominant uh, at times. You know, a little not not a ball hog, but I mean just very ball dominant to it to you know a a fault at times. And then DJ Wagner, who is also ball dominant dominant in himself. uh, It's a good thing to have a guy like Justin Edwards who doesn't have to have the ball in his hands to be successful. He's Gonna, you know, he'll rim run. He'll go get a putback dunk and you know put it on your face. I mean that's uh, that's something that he's comfortable doing. He'll go get a rebound. He'll go, uh, you know, he will find ways to produce outside of initiating for himself, creating for his for himself, and and you know jacking up shots on his own. He's going to to impact the game in other ways that doesn't involve. Uh, him having the ball in his hands and, and and needing to thrive in that area, so I think if you're looking for a guy to pair alongside Justin or to to pair alongside DJ Wagner and Rob Dillingham in the backcourt, along with Reed Shepard, who they already have committed, uh, I mean. I think it's about as, as perfect of a fit as you could ask for. Kentucky is still obviously going after Aaron Bradshaw. They're still going after, um, you know, you go down that list, the, there's a, a lot of other talent out there that they're going after. Ron Holland being the other big guy uh, there at that, that four spot. Uh, I think that's kind of the dream class, dream scenario that Kentucky's going for. Uh, and he is a, as, as, Perfect of a plug and play prospect as you can ask for. There's going to be games that he's going to give you, you know, ten points, six rebounds, uh, you know, four assists and three steals, and then there are other. There's going to be other games that he goes out and gives you, you know, twenty eight points on five three pointers, and uh, you know, do. He's a do all type of talent, and uh, definitely uh, one that's going to work very, very well in Lexington what does this mean you know moving forward how are they going to be able to you know fill out the rest of this class obviously the, the those are the two you know headliners right now Rob Dillingham Justin Edwards Reed Shepard you have your three that's already kind of pushing at the top of the, the recruiting rankings uh, I think on three right now with this commitment we'll have Kentucky at number one. Uh, but if you can add DJ Wagner, there's some talk that this this recruitment could come to a close here uh, in the next couple of weeks. I talked to him at Peach Jam and he said uh, that uh, you know he's going to sit down after Peach Jam with his family and kind of come up with a game plan. Uh, I don't think that this is going to drag out too, too long. I think that a decision he would like to be made, especially at, at the very latest by the start of his high school season. So uh, maybe not in, in days or even weeks, but but I definitely think that we're, you know a month month to two months away from a DJ Wagner commitment. Uh, Aaron Bradshaw, that's obviously a complicated one um Kentucky he flat out said that uh, he had his decision made up his mind was made up uh, at MBPA top 100 camp he said it's uh, you know his decision had been made for a minute at that point and uh, he went home he talked things over with his parents his mom he told me in an interview with, with at Peach Jam uh, that his mom kind of decided to hit pause on things and said you know what there's no reason for us to rush let's kind of slow things down and And, um, you know, reevaluate our options, make sure that we're doing the right thing. That's when, you know, the G League steps in, Louisville's still an option. He's now taking visits to UCLA and Texas. So, uh, things are opening up there. But again, he also told me that he's planning on, uh, committing before his senior year, before this season starts. So that like DJ will also be happening, uh, you know, maybe not, maybe not a, an imminent decision, but definitely not one that's expected to drag out too, too long. Ron Holland is a little bit, uh, more complicated, just, just in the, in the sense that he's, uh, you know, pretty open, which definitely plays into Kentucky's favor. Uh, if things go wrong with Aaron Bradshaw, uh, you, you know, you're getting, very likely, Uganda Kingsley committed for the class of 2022, but he's not expected to have a big role this year. Uh, planning to come back next year is kind of the anchor down low. So if you have that, then Aaron Bradshaw doesn't become a necessity. You'd like to have him, uh, you know you you want to get at least one or the other between Aaron Bradshaw and Uganda Kingsley there as kind of that anchor down low. Uh, so that's where kind of a Ron Holland steps in as that you know very interesting versatile you know kind of maybe small ball four prospect there at that four position alongside justin edwards uh and and ugana kingsley at the five and and you know then you have a, a physical athletic uh you know somebody that gets downhill and transition capable of dunking on your head kind of a, a terrence jones type uh, of talent uh, i mean that would be a great fit there at kentucky as well uh, and because he is so open i think the other two main contenders in his recruitment are, are the g league in arkansas with arkansas i think is the the pretty solid favorite right now among colleges uh if you can convince him uh, who is, he's not in any rush to make a, a commitment right now if you could get him uh, added to this recruiting class, I mean, I think it, it would could go down as among the best. I'm not w- willing to say it's the best, just because you have so much top end talent and some of the other deeper classes uh, that that we've seen in the past. But I mean, just still overall, it's one of the deepest, best recruiting classes that John Calipari is has raked in, and uh, Justin Edwards is definitely a significant part of that. Um, so we wanted to. Just get this thing out there. Obviously, at the time of the commitment, like we always do, uh, behind the scenes look, I guess, of sorts, um, just to kind of show that this was a a monster, monster recruiting win for John Calipari. And I I do want to add as well, uh, you know, just because of the Tennessee rivalry and Rick Barnes versus John Calipari, they're they're friends, but on the floor, Tennessee has kind of had Kentucky's number here recently, uh, you know, just in terms of of just overall wins, but. You go back to back years now with uh, on the recruiting trail. You get a in Wallace win uh, for for Coach Cal over Rick Barnes last year, last recruiting cycle, and he's expected to be one of Kentucky's best players this year. Uh, and then you have Justin Edwards, another major major head to head win for for John Calipari over Rick Barnes as well. Uh, you know, I think it, it, you got to think that Coach Cal, you know, Swaggy Cal definitely back in that regard. But just from their friendship, from that rivalry perspective, it's definitely a big big win on that uh, on that front so um definitely an impressive one definitely one to uh, uh to, to that coach cow deserves to pat pat his back on it's one that uh, has been a long time coming that he worked tooth and nail to uh, get this thing wrapped up and. uh Today, it becomes official. So before we get out of here, I want to uh, have a quick message from our friends uh, at Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I'd ramped up my daily workouts and eating a cleaner diet. Athletic Greens was the perfect complement to my efforts in getting healthy. The thing is, I didn't want a chalky, nasty, bitter supplement that tasted like grass clippings. I wanted something I genuinely enjoyed with a mild tropical taste. It's a drink I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, and aging. All of the things. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. And best of all, it costs you less than $3 per day. Uh, You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than uh, your daily cold brew habit. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, which by the way, uh, has over 7,000 five-star reviews and is recommended by... By professional athletes, so right now it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving uh, going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/slash pilgrim again that is athleticgreens.com slash pilgrim it's p-i-l-g-r-i-m to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance justin edwards kentucky wildcat a uh, third commitment for Kentucky in this class, a big one for Coach Cal in particular. We'll be back here uh, in the next couple of days to talk uh, about what's next. Uganda Kingsley. What does his commitment, what, how is that going to unfold? It's a big one for Kentucky. Uh, we'll be talking about that here very shortly. You can find me on Twitter at Jack Pilgrim, KSR. Reach out to me via email at jpilgrim at kentuckysportsradio.com. With that, we'll be back next time for the Jam Pack Sources Say podcast. We will see you then.